Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, let's get right into it. And welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show where we try to solve unsolved mysteries and drink cocktails. Hooray! Uh, We are, I'd say, chest deep into our Hollywood series. You want me to look at the list? I'll look at the list. uh, Yes. (laughs) If you've been following, um, is tracking through the crazy unsolved mysteries of Hollywood. I'm Masood Milas. With me, as always, is the fantastic Suze Kepner. Hello! And we're both looking at the amazing Chris Stokes. Hello. Hello. Uh, Stomach deep. Belly button. Stomach deep. Okay, belly button deep. There we go. I'm happy with belly belly button button deep. Abdomen. 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 Right right by the obliques. Remember the obliques? Does no one remember Remember the obliques? Uh, I remember I used to have them. Yeah, I used to work out. Remember you'd, back when it? I was dan- back when I was a dancer. Yeah, you'd, you had to have tight obliques. Otherwise, there's mm. no way you're holding that body up. No, you gotta have those. That's obliques. it. Yeah. Now I just flop forward. <laughs> like that Chinese folding man. When you were a tennis superstar, did you have obliques? <laughs> I had, I had, I had some pretty good obliques. I think that was, to be fair, I think it was the obliques that cost me the championship. Do you think they, they were just too good? They were just too good. Too tight. Did you do the thing? Where you'd like use the bottom of your shirt to wipe your face, and it was just yeah. so you could go check out the obliques. Check ladies. out these obliques, and then the umpire would fall off their high chair. Yeah, <laughs> 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 their legs go backwards like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'd hear a slide whistle. There'd always be someone with a, <laughs> <laughs> with a slide. <laughs> Mystery on the rocks. Oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Mystery on the rocks, yeah. Like the slide whistle in Jurassic Park. Did you know? Have you noticed that? And when what? Dennis Nedry falls down, oh the yes, it's awful. Oh, it goes- yeah, it yeah, there's a little slight. Like, I don't know whose idea it was. I always thought it was the noise the little dinosaur was making. Yeah, I did as well. Then I and I watched it again. I was like, hang on. It sounds more like R two D two's just showed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a just a really terrible choice by Steven Spielberg. So bizarre in a film that is pretty much near perfect. He's like, Absolutely. yeah, let's put a fucking slide whistle in I that. Feel like an, an incredibly Ooh. intelligent filmmaker. Yeah. For him to find that funny. It's very strange, isn't you know it? You know what would be great here? A slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> he sat in the editing suite. Yeah. I really thought it was, because I know the exact bit you mean, and yeah. I really thought it was the noise the little dinosaur with its frill neck. Well, guys, when we, get to, uh, when we get to the 90s in our Hollywood series, we're going to be looking at whose idea it was. Who I see, whose idea was in Jurassic Park. Who the fuck is responsible for this is the for title this. of that yeah. <laughs> The most famous slide whistle in films is probably The Man with the Golden Gun. Where, oh, when oh. he slides down! <laughs> no, they do this. They do this. Uh, they worked it out with like state-of-the-art computers for 1974, <gasps> and it was like they, they they built a ramp to the thing. Basically, the car jumps across a river, but does like a 360 as it's going. 
So it yeah, there's a barrel roll. It, yeah, barrel there's a barrel roll, roll right. across the. And like they did it for real, and they planned it all. Like it took them months and months and months <laughs> to get it just to okay. perfection. And then they put it in the film, and you think that would be fucking impressive. And th- while they do it, they put a slide whistle over it. It's so ridiculous because it's, it's, like, oh. it's a brilliant stunt. You watch it, you go, "Holy shit, that's really impressive." But then, but you don't do that now because of the slide whistle. You watch <laughs> exactly. it. And you go, yeah, you just go, "Oh, what?" Yeah, it, it really cheapens it because it's such an amazing yeah. stunt. Let's get to it. What are we drinking? What do you have there, Chris? Uh, I finally decided to do it on an episode because you made it on your stream once. Yes. And I was so excited about trying it. And then I tried it when I was away at my mum and dad's. I thought I'd make it for the episode. It's a Benchley. Yes, there it is. Oh, look at that. It's beautiful. That golden mm. amber yeah. hue. It's perfect. For the listeners that aren't aware of a Benchley, it's um, incredible. It's whiskey, dry vermouth, and it's then got a pineapple and sriracha syrup. Now that's impressive. Oh, it's amazing. And I didn't make it with sriracha this time. Oh, yes, I was going to say, this is the variation syrup. So the last time I made it was with sriracha, and it was lovely. Mm. And then this time I thought I'd try a different hot sauce. Yeah. So it's uh, it's this hot coriander sauce. Oh, did it work? I made it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Ooh. Fuck, that looks delicious, man. And uh, what about you, Suze? What do you have there? I've got here a uh, a a white wine and gin fizz. Ooh. It's a bubbly blend of crisp white wine, Sicilian lemon, and rosemary infused water with a dash of gin. Are you reading that off a can? How we make? How are we making that, Suze? How do we? Um... <laughs> Just um, you pop them together and dr- have a drink. Ah. <laughs> it says, per- perfect as is. Guys, it's perfect as is or pour over ice with lemon and rosemary. To be fair, I quite like uh, one of those every now and again. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a wine and yeah, gin you, fizz. A what, white wine and gin fizz, yeah. I try it, so make it, it's easy. Yeah. I understand. I mean, like, yeah, I'm not going to be sneery about... Um... <laughs> I bet canned canned cocktails no, absolutely not. because yeah. they're basically the cocktail version of a pot noodle, and uh, <laughs> a pot noodle's quite nice every now and again. Yeah, you can so, you yeah. can put it in a can. If I poured it in a glass, you would have just thought, "Oh, Sue's made, made, a, a drink, made yeah, that yeah. lovely drink." But you just still had to read it off the can, though. I do well, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. But I would have lent out of shot and gone, "Oh, I'm just, <laughs> just like, oh, uh, something's wrong with my back here," and uh, mm. and then your eyes just keep peering down towards something like, like, what like that. Yeah, back up, like like Princess Diana. Is it? Was she reading? Looking, like looking up. <laughs> she was. She used to read stuff off cans, Princess. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then look up from under her lashes. I'm uh, I'm drinking a uh, cosmopolitan. Ooh. I made it last week on uh, on the stream, and it's really nice. I always thought Have they were Cosmo. I thought they were. I always was under the impression they were shit drinks because, like, you know, you always have a shit. They one. were like really popular in the early two thousands, weren't they? Mm. They're like a, Sex a and popular the city. drink. So yeah. you had in the eighties, they were popular because they were basically just vodka cranberry juice grenadine and no no it was vodka grenadine and roses uh lime syrup so mm. they were fucking garbage and this was like mm. in a lot of gay bars in san francisco they that was they're just like mm-hmm. yeah that's the fucking drink and okay. then this uh bartender was like this is awful and then he put he did the vodka uh cranberry juice lime juice orange liqueur is that everything that's in it? Yes. I might have some cranberry juice. I might have that. Um, it's really nice. And you shake it up, it's fucking Cosmo. delicious. Um, and it, yeah, well, it's a real those surprise. Ladies, those yeah, ladies man. who were doing it just looking for a good guy, they had the right idea. Exactly. And I always thought of myself more, uh, you know, as more of a Samantha anyway. So that's that's. What I'm doing. definitely yeah. Charlotte. You're the Charlotte? You're the Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> Chris is like, I've been waiting ages. Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's Chris. He's just waiting for Mr. Right. I'm uh, that bald Jewish guy. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. I'm sweat. I'm sweaty. Um, I've had my back waxed, and um, I'm just want to knock out a couple of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're both Charlotte. Yeah, I'm feeling And I'm Harry, because you are my podcast wives. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> now we're wives. I'm happy with that. With what now? Just hmm? uh, a cocktail podcast, but you appear to be drinking out of a tin. Out of a tin. Hmm. Hmm. What's it's that? weird. Don't you think that's weird? You didn't really make an effort this week, uh, did you? Hmm? Did you? <laughs> I did. I went down Tesco and got it. I don't think that should have taken an hour and 40 minutes, should it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. What do you have for us today? Uh, okay, so today is something a little bit different because we couldn't do the Hollywood series without talking about it, mm-hmm. I don't think. Not technically a mystery. However, there are conspiracy theories surrounding it. But today, yes. uh, I'm calling this episode just just two words, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah! <gasps> oh my God, so excited! I imagine you all know what happened to Marilyn Monroe. She released a number of albums <laughs> um, and people all thought, oh, very scary, very scary. And then ended up being extremely eloquent in Bowling for Columbine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same guy. Yeah. Didn't know. Born in the 60s, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh, well, we are in the 60s, 1962. Ooh, okay. The swing in 60s. Nice. Uh, yeah, so obviously Marilyn Monroe, one of the most famous movie stars who ever lived. The ultimate mm. movie star, probably. Icon of pop culture. Yeah. Mm. Known for her looks, but also had a lot of other talents. She could act, basically. Mm. Yeah. And she was super funny. Yeah. Mm. And real smart. Yeah, dead smart. She had a struggles with depression, but also she had struggles with the movie business itself because mm. uh, she would get irate if she wasn't being paid equal to her male co-stars and things like that. Quite rightly. Yeah. Mm. But at the time, that caused her more problems than it did solve them. As in, like, other people were like, this woman, she keeps keeps mouthing off. As in that or or for her? Yeah, so she ended up falling out of, like, falling out of favour with a few people. Got fired from a film as well because of it. Um, And also, when she made Some Like It Hot, I didn't know this, Mm. but she had very strong opinions on about what her character should be. Yeah. And I only only read about this today, and I love Some Like It Hot, and I don't know why I didn't know this, Mm -hmm. but she had very strong opinions on what her character should be and how she should perform it, that she didn't agree with a lot of the choices in the script and in the direction. Mm. Um, But she was crippled with anxiety and self-doubt. What? And had a lot of Mm. stage fright as well. So she didn't discuss this with anybody. She just made the changes herself in the scenes, in the moment. Whoa. um, Yeah, and so would kind of like ruin scenes so that she could play them the way she wanted to. And yeah. at the time, that caused a lot of problem on set. But in the end, apparently, Billy Wilder was like, her performance was great. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. She's awesome in that. Like, mm-hmm. she gets though. reduced in, down to a lot like, oh, she had that voice and she wiggled when she walked. But actually, she gave real smart performances. Yeah, she was yeah. incredible. And she was, in a way, not defined by her talent while she was alive. Because yeah. it's only recently... like. When she was alive, she was very much defined by her looks and that kind of like blonde bimbo image that she it was that was an act she'd cultivated it. Yeah, it completely. Yeah, she was yeah, really yeah, like. Absolutely. Is, yeah. And so that's how she came to be defined. She was also defined by her husband's her marriages. Mm. There was a scandal where can you believe it's a scandal? But like 
Uh, it became <laughs> apparent that she posed nude before she was properly famous. Yeah, in like and then late forties. Yeah, and then that sort of like they tried to ruin her with that. Yeah. Like what? I, I don't understand. And it's always also, like we got we got to ruin this woman. It's like why don't you just let her do her thing? I know. Why do you? Why do well, you? And also, like the nude pictures are available. Like these are not like lewd nudes no, they're t- it's the they're... 40s there's like you know p- peeping over her shoulder with a bit of a bum out and that yeah. kind of thing it's really not like look at my womb <laughs> <laughs> which is the majority of porno yes that, that's pretty much it you're like yeah, wow what am i even the... this is like jesus this is like a doctor's video what the hell is going on here yeah my suit's idea of british porn is great they say two things on a loop and that that's is it. look at my womb and give it me and give, give it, it me <laughs> Look at my womb and give it me. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot stuff. Seriously, some like it hot. Hey. Yeah, listen, I, uh... <laughs> there we go. Chris. Wait, what? Uh, I, um, I met a British porn star, actually, when I was what? working on... What? Who yeah, was it? A um, guy called Mark Sloan. This was at um when I was doing the Peter Pan film. So he told me... he Yeah, I know. He, he was an, We're both extras. And he's like, he's like so and he had a little else. bit extra. Hello. Ah. He was in a he was in a Doctor Who parody porno called Doctor Screw, uh, and a Knight Rider one called Tightrider. Um, oh, that's just and a, and, a, and a sh- oh yeah, and a Shameless one. There was a Shameless one which was quite uh, called Shameless. Called, just called Shameless. Yeah, it's just, just the same. Yeah. Um, but he was he shameless. was actually quite a sound guy. He was quite fun. Quite like, like he didn't do it anymore because he's like, look, you know, I've got kids now, so. Obviously, he that stuff's out there. The time was time has come to stop to stop doing doing porn. porn. But apparently, the reason he did it is because he he came home and his brother was having sex with his missus, and he's like, "Fuck this!" and he just walked out and just decided to do porno. I don't know if that would be where I'd go with that. <laughs> I saw a, a documentary once, and it was British porn. Um, it was about British porn, and there was a guy on it who was all full of bravado, like, "Yeah, I'm doing my first ever scene today." Very excited. Never had a complaint from the ladies. And then on screen, he had a little stage fright. Oh no! And he couldn't. He couldn't perform as well as he'd hoped. And you could see this guy just like the light draining from his eyes. And the director was a woman. And um, oh, oh, like she, she was at the beginning. She was really nice. And she was like, "Hey, it happens." And the woman he was in the scene with, you could see her at the beginning, like. Don't worry, mate. We'll get there. Um, and you just think, oh, the whole this is all so unnatural. And then the and then the woman who was directing and the scene partner, both of them, you could see them being like, "It's fine." Yeah. As the day wore on, and then you just saw the director like shut the camera and go, "Do you know?" She went, "Do you know what? Fuck it." And I like my heart was just like, oh, oh. and all of this was filmed for a documentary. Oh my god! Yeah, that poor fucker. No, but he well. let them use. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, go for it, lads. I imagine he'd already signed yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the release. Oh, God. Yeah, <sighs> embarrassing. Never had any complaints from the ladies, unless they are camera professionals. <laughs> yeah, unless they are actresses who do porn in a scene, and they were very disappointed. Yeah. Anyway. But that's only because they never got to ride this. That's it. Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> they, want, um, they were so disappointed because they wanted to so much. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, um... So yeah, Marilyn Monroe was defined by that. She was defined by her marriages. So it felt like while many? she was alive, how many marriages? Three. Yes. That's um, right. One, not well, not that well known to a guy called James Doherty. That was when she was super young, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Uh, she was sixteen. Nineteen twenty-six. She was born. She married him in nineteen forty-two. Um, yeah. 
Anyway. She was basically trying to escape a terrible home life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Um, then she married Joe DiMaggio. That's famous, obviously, because it's yeah. Joe and Joe and Miss Monroe. And then she was married to Arthur Miller as well, quite yeah. famously, the playwright. But, and she was mad about him. Yeah, yeah. So all of this uh, threat of life, she also suffered from depression, struggled mm. to keep that at bay. Addiction and anxiety, she was crippled mm. with self-doubt. On, the, on August the 4th, 1962, she died at the age of 36 from an overdose of barbiturates at her home in Los Angeles. And it was ruled a probable suicide. But I feel like it would feel like we've glossed over Marilyn Monroe to not mention her while we're doing a Hollywood series. Of course. Absolutely. There's no real mystery there because I'm going to lay my cards on the table now. I think she killed herself. Yeah. But... I think it was accidental suicide, but I don't think anyone killed her. Ah. Well, that was ruled out as well. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So we'll go into into why. Yeah, there have been several conspiracy theories to do with like, how she uh, to do with murder because yeah mm. she was so famous she was so famous that and and also 36 that this was like a big story at the time i think mm. when those sorts of things happen i think people are like well it can't be that simple <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and it is sorry <laughs> it usually sometimes is, yeah. it is and i will say again i think i think i think it is in this case as well but mm. there are four main conspiracy theories that i thought we'd sort of like look at as chapters in this episode first one is is that she uh, she's still alive <laughs> oh my oh, god for god's sake what she's 94 years old and she's living happily in oregon it's my it's such it's such a tired conspiracy <laughs> theory that one of like oh they're still alive it's like elvis what, why? and stuff yeah yeah, yeah it's like what yeah. so hang well, on a second elvis so you're telling me elvis would be about that age that they no, elvis is younger their... elvis would be 80 85 yeah. elvis would be 85 they've, yeah they've spent their whole lives right getting to this point where they're like so famous right and they've got all mm. this money they can do whatever the fuck they want they're like mm-hmm. you know what i'm just gonna turn it all in and just ru- run a fucking gas station in oregon and it's like no no <laughs> no one would do that because what you do is you just go i'm quitting music and i'm just gonna run a gas station in oregon mm-hmm. you just you just you can just do that or you could just yeah or you could just eat a fucking sandwich on the toilet and die or whatever <laughs> you're driving through the night you yeah. know oh i better make a stop i'm tired i need to eat something car needs some gas i'm gonna pull it in this gas station here and then marilyn monroe comes out yeah with elvis they're like hey. yeah <laughs> and you like, know that elvis would, he'd still wear the fucking outfit as well he'd be yeah. like oh <laughs> you're like full hey, buddy. comeback special <laughs> yeah um, with the leather. fucking yeah, yeah with the studs on the back and he's like you're yeah like, and it? the hair and he just comes out and he's like creaking along yeah like, oh. She's still walking the same. Yeah. Hip dysplasia. Marilyn Monroe is speaking in all her sound bites as well. She's like, "One little gas sugar." <laughs> You're like, it's like, yeah. So um, we went to this gas station run by JFK, uh, and the station attendants were Marilyn Monroe and Elvis. And hey, Masood, yeah. Masood. Now you've said that JFK was running it. I can believe that they went and ran a gas station together. <laughs> yeah. It's suddenly, it's plausible. You know who ran the diner? Tupac. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It just, it's He's at the height of his musical career, and then he gets this weird note. This weird note, and he doesn't know who's written it. And it's set, it's signed JFK and Marilyn Monroe, and they're asking him to go and work at a gas station. He's like, "Yeah, okay, no, I'm in." And they they write back to escape Biggie. Yeah, they write back. They write back, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, 
the, what you've got to do is you've got to fake your own death and then you can come and work at the gas station. And he's like, oh, oh, what? He's like, oh, it's crazy, but it just might work. Just, I think I'll do it. <laughs> Our first theory of, of she's still alive. Yeah, conspiracy theory number one, she's still alive. Or she stayed alive for a long time. Like, 94 mm. is that it's t- like, they're not, not suggesting that she's still alive now, but right. that she lived a long life. Afterwards oh, okay. and that she didn't yeah so she faked um, her death and then like lived a quiet life of yeah so whatever. one of them is so th- th- one in particular that a lot of people have jumped on and the reason that this is sort of like has gained uh, traction mm. is because somebody has claimed her death was staged and her psychiatrist who is a man named ralph greenson committed her to a mental institution in canada because of a breakdown she experienced due to threats on her life. So they okay. decided that if they uh, were to move her to Canada, her life would not be at risk and the, the person that was threatening <laughs> her life wouldn't kill her. Yeah, because no one goes to Canada, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but they wouldn't be able to find her to kill her yeah, if they thought she was dead. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true, yeah. yeah. And then an- there's a book called Marilyn Monroe, Alive in 1984? Question <laughs> mark. And this person, the person that wrote that book believed that she stayed in the institution for 20 years without being recognised and was then released. Right. And then... No one recognised her. Yeah. Now, this is the other thing. The guy that wrote this book, a guy called John Baker, he... And I get I get really strong Yorkshire policemen when we talk about Zygmunt Adamski vibes. You know, yeah. the Yorkshire <laughs> policeman that was like, oh, no, he was abducted by aliens. And then, months mm. later, I was abducted by aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah that, yeah. yeah. You're not going to believe this. Yeah, I get strong vibes... <laughs> Strung him vibes from John Baker because John Baker says he picked up a he picked up a hitchhiker in Nova Scotia in 1984 and this hitchhiker claimed to be Marilyn Monroe. Oh uh, yeah, oh, it probably was. Who was now homeless, frightened, and a paranoid schizophrenic. And fifty. Yeah. It's that it's that last it's that last little detail, Chris. The paranoid <laughs> schizophrenia that might might be the big clue, the linchpin in that entire fucking exchange. <laughs> Apparently, this woman told John Baker of her time as a movie star. Mm-hmm. And he was taken by her resemblance to Mon- Marilyn Monroe, as well as the fact that she sounded like her. And while he has admitted that the woman's mental state would make the story hard to believe for most, neglecting the fact that Marilyn Monroe killed herself in 1962. Absolutely, yes. yeah. He says that even though her mental state would make the story hard to believe for people, he says, and this is a quote, I believe 99% that she really was who she claimed to be. <laughs> I always think about stories like this, and it's like, imagine, let, let's, let's like pretend that it mm. was let's say it was right how crazy would yeah. that be and you're like fuck no one will ever believe me that's <laughs> like, true. Yeah. like that's why oh. you keep it quiet completely like yeah. if i was driving along and then there was a hitchhiker by the side of the road and i pulled up and i, I he got in and he told me that he was lord lucan and he looked mm. exactly like lord lucan i wouldn't be like i'd be like oh my god no one's gonna believe that this is lord lucan i ain't gonna tell anyone yeah you just and in fact the story i will tell will be this random nutter yeah, told me he was. Lord, told me he was Lord Lucan, yeah. and then yeah. do you know what people would tell. If I told people this story, what they would say is, "What are you doing picking up a hitchhiker, you moron?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's Don't it. Don't you know the stories? They completely they, they they gloss over the part of the fact that you probably you may or may have not met Lord Lucan and are just now worried yeah. for your mental safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, see, it's oh, like I, I like... found this. Uh, I found this child by the side of the road. Said her name was Maddie. Yeah. Why are you thinking of children, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> So the next one is that the Mafia did her in. Oh, yes. I've heard this is a popular one. That's a popular one, isn't it? Yeah. The Mafia was supposedly to do it because 
obviously it was a, a like a, a prevalent rumor mm. that she had links to the Kennedys. Mm. Obviously JFK in particular, but also she was supposed to have had an affair with his brother, Bobby yeah. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. A guy named Bernard Spindle, who was a wiretapper, yeah. he'd bugged Marilyn Monroe's house, possibly on the orders of uh, either the mafia boss Sam Giancana or Jimmy Hoffa. And even though the mafia would do that, but yeah, anyway, keep going. And even, even though there were sightings of him in L.A. going into Marilyn Monroe's house, he said that he was at San Francisco on the night of her death. But he does claim to have heard Bobby Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe fighting, followed by a loud bang. Yeah, you crazy broad! What are you doing? Well. The, that's a great Kennedy impression, by the way. <laughs> and then apparently the recordings that Spindell had made were seized and destroyed in 1966. Uh, but obviously, let's rewind a little bit. If the implication, the bang was a gunshot, mm. Marilyn Monroe did not die of a gunshot. She of died of a barbiturate overdose. Mm. Mm. And even if she didn't die of a barbiturate overdose and it was made to look like that, there was no bullet hole. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's nothing. Like, like, as you said, that's like, even if, uh, let's say they shoot her, the amount of effort to like, all right, we'll get a, we'll get a, uh, uh, what is it? Um, someone who works in a in a funeral home to sort of clean that up and get rid of all that. It's too much work. It, uh, forget it. It's easier also, to just. If know. they did shoot her, they'd then have to make that look self-inflicted. So they'd leave the gun there and make that look like like she looked like she killed herself by a gun. Yeah. Yeah. It seems silly to shoot her and then make it look like a barbiturate overdose. Yeah. yeah. There's there's too many. The problem with any of those conspiracy theories like that is like there are, once you start adding more people to the chain, that's more people you have to silence, which costs you yeah. either A, more money, yeah. or B, it's more bodies, which then you have no, to, absolutely. and it just starts building. And so, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe apparently had had a relationship with a guy called Johnny Roselli, who worked for Giancana. Mm hmm. And apparently Giancana then wanted her dead because she was threatening to blow the lid off his operations. Why Marilyn Monroe would do that, I yeah, don't Yeah, I can't imagine her just being like, you know, I know everything about what you boys are up to. <laughs> I'm going to blow this whole lid off. I'm going to jump out of a cake. And no, I'm gonna- yeah. A lot of these conspiracy theories are based on her screen persona, which is that she was stupid. <laughs> and she, yeah. we, we know for a fact she wasn't stupid. She was a very intelligent businesswoman. Yeah. Uh, now, the theory, this theory has been put forward by Darwin Porter, who wrote a book called Marilyn at Rainbow's End, Sex, Lies, Murder, and the Great Cover-Up. So we know what horse he's backing. Yeah, yeah. And apparently he, Giancana, had Monroe, Monroe over a barrel after coercing her the first Hollywood contract in return for her seduction of powerful men that the mobster wanted to blackmail. So apparently he used her to seduce men to blackmail and then Jesus. in return got her a screen contract. That's what Darwin Porter is alleging. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay. Got okay. Uh, he saw, uh, they also, uh, Porter said that obviously people had stuff, a lot to lose if she spoke out and she was making a lot of dangerous statements, didn't realise she was playing with the big boys. I think Marilyn got in over her head. I mm. don't buy that. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm not I... saying she didn't meet these people. I just don't think she was that naive. Yeah. No. It's, I think, and like you said, it's like the, the, the problem with all these conspiracies is that they do play into the fact that they're playing into her on-screen persona or the idea that she's this quite ditzy yeah. woman. This is, the sort of thing, this is the sort of thing her character is some like it hot would have done or the seven year yeah. itch. Not exactly. Marilyn Monroe. Not yeah. Norma Jean. Norma Jean, the person, mm-hmm. would not have done this. Completely. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of these do unfortunately fall flat. Yeah, it's like the things that most people have to go off is that. It's like the whole thing with uh, Jack Ruby and uh, JFK. It's like everyone thinks Jack Ruby was this like fucking, oh my God, he's this massive. It's like he's a fucking putz. He was a yeah. fucking idiot. They hired Jack Ruby. And the, uh, people always go, and don't you think it's a bit suspicious that Jack Ruby very soon after died of stomach cancer? It was like he had nothing to lose. So they paid him. It was like he died of stomach cancer more than four years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's so, and he was. He... People make it sound like it was weeks later. And they know. No. Yeah, they know, but it fits if they just it go fits a narrative. Oh, I mean, sometimes they can get carried away, and sometimes they'll be like, "Oh my god, and this! Oh my god, that! And oh my god, this! Mm. And oh my god, that!" And then stumbling block. Ah, if I squint a bit, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some of them looks more like a pebble, so we can yeah. get around that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's... it. Are we going to do JFK at some point? Oh yeah, we are. Aren't we? Uh, so Darwin Porter, who wrote this book and yeah. posits this thing about Giancana, he reckons that five mafia hitmen were actually responsible for the murder, actually carried it out. Five? Okay, they're saying that she's the ditz, <laughs> and they got five of these fucking guys to do it. Like, oh, that feels like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> Giancana apparently ordered them to do it. They used a washcloth drenched in chloroform <sighs> to knock her out, stripped her, and then gave her a barbiturate enema. Because she was oh, fair naked. Yeah. Then, yeah. So, like, he's gone, well, you know... I can't think of any other reason for her to be naked other than the fact that she was stripped and then had this enema. Chloroform film doesn't work, by the way. That's absolute... Uh, that doesn't work, apparently. It's total garbage. Really? How so many times have you tried? Uh, yeah. Well, so a surprising amount. I, no, I, uh, I... There were these people carrying a couple of cameras and I thought I wanted... <laughs> I was, I, yes. So I just jumped on their backs, like piggyback style, with a, with a whole <laughs> bottle of chloroform and... Um, no, yeah. it's it's not stru- like the, the the something to do with like it's it's one of those movie myth things that they've like uh, just because it's easy it's an easy shortcut you just go oh yeah chloroform whatever um, right but yeah apparently it's not really yeah it, it doesn't work as, as well see. as people say and also yeah. wouldn't chloroform show up yes in, in the toxicology report unless of course that was fucking that was silenced man yeah that was covered up. well yeah. that we'll, we'll get to that maybe because porter does not just put all of his eggs in the giancana basket yeah porter, porter also suggests that giancana was asked to get rid of monroe by the oh, kennedys oh yeah She she was she was messing around with with Bobby. They didn't they couldn't have that. No, uh, Sam Giancana. I learned who he was from Red Dwarf. <laughs> oh, is this from the terrible episode of Red Dwarf? No, I mean there's, there's several few... of those. But uh, 
We probably have to cut this as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Otherwise, we're never going to get on Red Dwarf. (laughs) However, am I going to play Cat? Um, Oh, Masood, you'd be great as Cat. I'd love to be Cat. That'd be brilliant. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Suze, in a Red yeah. Dwarf remake, I think, and bear with me on this, I think you'd be an amazing lister. Yeah. I think I think you're probably right because I'm a gross slob and I eat weird stuff all the time. <laughs> so I think I'd be lister. <laughs> I don't know how that would play though because lister's thing because he's the last human being alive. So it isn't just that yeah. he's not had any for a long time even though that is part of it it's that this this yeah, desire yeah. to <laughs> this need to perpetuate the human race i really like in a yeah. reimagined red dwarf where you're lister you couldn't give a fuck about that no Fucking children right please yeah because there's another stake there of like people being like are you sh-? i mean you know it's the human race you're like yeah and <laughs> so yeah we do you see what we did yeah i'm not making any more of those oh dream, oh, yeah. dream, dream red <laughs> dwarf casting yeah suze's lister <laughs> That's brilliant, yeah. And Masood is the cat, and then Chris is like, has to do a Peter Sellers and does everyone else. Yeah. I reckon I could do Rimmer, but I think I, I think I could probably also do Crichton and I'd be better at that. I was going to say, you'd be a pretty good yeah. Crichton, actually. Oh, Poppy is Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Perfect. Whoa. So, Giancana might have been hired by the Kennedys to do it, which then leads us on to the, the third conspiracy theory. It's that um, mm-hmm. she was involved with the Kennedys. Yes. Yeah. So yes, uh, and this is a big one. This is like the big I one. I think of like this it's whole... the reason that there are conspiracy theories about Marilyn Monroe at all. Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, people are reaching obviously for for conspiracy theories anyway. As I've already said, I don't think there's a mystery in Marilyn Monroe's death, but this persists. This idea that. Um, she was having an affair with the Kennedys because I yeah. think yeah. she it was, was rumored that she'd had an affair with JFK as well as Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, where did that even well, come from? Where did that start? What? I imagine, I imagine that six weeks before she died, her dressing up in essentially sticking two sequins to her nips, oh, and, and one over her area, yeah, and then going out on stage and going, Happy and she literally, she's like, she's like got her boobs and she's going boop 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 yeah it cuts to kennedy and he's just like yum 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 <laughs> i imagine that had something to do with it have you seen the video it is like fucking hell mate you can't you have to pull your collar out yeah he's like yeah out, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean imagine it's it like now at trump's birthday celebration oh christ ah, you couldn't pay anyone enough like, to do that mate just... it's just fucking Almonds and champagne, age hundred and thirty, coming out and going happy birthday, <laughs> Donald Trump. They support Donald Trump. We know. They do. <laughs> Almonds and champagne are the worst. They are. They are literally the worst. <laughs> they got back together because they both fell in love uh, with Trump, and they figured like two of us together. Yeah. And it's persisted for sixty years. For decades. <laughs> yeah. Did you say where it came from? Probably, yeah. Prob- yes, probably. So, so I think. There. I think. It's well, I mean, like that, that happened to oh, that happened like two and a half months before she was found dead. So it was very close yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. A, it was. It was a couple of months, wasn't it? I'm thinking like it was a couple of weeks. His birthday. It was his 45th birthday. Was 19th of May. Mm. She was found dead in August. August the fourth, I August. think. Yeah. yeah. So basically, both JFK and Bobby Kennedy, they crop mm. up in this idea of Marilyn Monroe being murdered quite a lot. 
Uh, and apparently, mm. and is there a book about this oh, theory there's, as there's well? A few, or is the there's a few. There's a few. And in fact, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. In 2007, uh, an Australian filmmaker called F- uh, Philip Mora discovered a partially yeah. redacted FBI document that suggests Bobby Kennedy may have been complicit in a plot to induce her suicide. Right. What? And that's an FBI document. Now, wh- I mean, f- this guy is Philip Mora has said he found this. I haven't seen it. Uh, uh, right. Um, I mean, yeah. The, the, there's a lot of this goes on in our mysteries, aren't there? It's like, and this guy said. Uh, yeah. Now, if I follow the link, which uh, I decided to do while we were recording, rather than actually look at it mm-hmm. later, uh, this takes you to an Australian news site. It was published 13 years ago because it was 2007. Mm-hmm. Bobby Kennedy's affair with the screen idol Marilyn Monroe has been documented, but a secret FBI file suggests that the late US Attorney General was aware of and perhaps even a participant in a plan to induce her suicide. It's a detailed three-page report and it implicates the Hollywood actor Peter Lawford, Munro psychiatrist, staff and her publicist in the plot. This report apparently goes that the 36-year-old Marilyn Monroe had a history of staging attention-seeking suicide attempts, which is an awful thing to say, but we don't know whether that was true or not, was deliberately given the means to fake another suicide on August the 4th, but... This time it was suggested she was allowed to die as she sought help instead of actually helping her. See, the thing about this theory, right, is that this does... So as we know now, she was quite depressed and, and had stage mm. fright and stuff like that. And this stuff fits, like it works backwards and fits into that. Because I don't think she would have had many... I don't think she would do anything like that, personally. I don't think she would sort of do these stage suicide attempt things. Because it just seems a bit like I think she maybe failed suicide this, attempts, you know, but the idea of calling them attention seeking is what I don't like. <laughs> that's that's the part I don't. That's yeah, the part I don't agree with. Is that that's the part I think that feels kind of like bullshit because mm. yeah, and it feels like a very easy way to crowbar that into backwards into like a, yeah. well, actually, um, I just found out as, yeah. as well how many books were written on her death. Over two hundred. Yeah. Not surprised. Oh my there are God. over two hundred books, and that doesn't include all the like self-published bullshit PDFs. Oh like, God, Marilyn, the real story. Yeah. And if you if you Three add these numbers up on her birthday and her date of her death, yeah, and then you times yeah. it by six, you'll find out that six six six. It's they the add up to nine eleven. When are we going to do nine eleven? Nine eleven, we could do. Should we do it on Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. I'll get too angry with Dickens going, Building mm. 7, man! Building 7! Like, shut up. So this this document, it was yeah. received by the FBI on October the 19th, 1964, which was two years after she died. Mm. And it was apparently compiled by an unnamed former special agent working for the then governor of California. Uh, right. And... Uh, so despite a disclaimer that it could not be sourced or authenticated, it was considered important enough to immediately circulate to the FBI's five most senior officers, including J. Edgar Hoover's right-hand man, Clyde Tolson. So this went high up, this document, when they found it. Yeah. Mm. So it raises an alleged conspiracy for Monroe to unwittingly commit suicide with the drug Senecal, which was a barbiturate uh, used to treat mm. insomnia and to relieve anxiety. The document doesn't give a reason why, <laughs> um, but it no. was... Hints that it may be linked to her threats to make her affair with Kennedy public. So if she was going to go public with the affair to Kennedy, they didn't want that coming out. So they were like, "Well, let's let's induce her to kill herself." Jesus, it's even if that was the case, that's pretty fucking insidious yeah. that they would 
uh, do that. I mean, it's not very clearly not. Um, but like, mm. if we again, if we entertain the idea of that's like oh, that's pretty, that's pretty awful. But again, I don't fucking buy it for a second. Mm-hmm. It's not really something that I think would be. Again, it's too much fucking yeah. work. You got to remember that's that. It. Let's let's really take into account what the government is. It's full of lazy people who want to make money. <laughs> yes. Okay. And if you really think that they're going to like hire a bunch of people to like make an, something look like an accident. Fucking up! Look what look what happened in Russia. They shot a guy in the street. That's how fucking lazy yeah. they are. They didn't even. They're just like also, let's just fucking kill have him. Have you seen what the US government's like? They couldn't hide some jizz on a dress. <laughs> no, exactly. How, like how many Come people on. have got to keep quiet for their entire lives yeah. in order yeah. for Marilyn Monroe to be killed and it yeah. looked like a suicide, it, and and in order for two entire buildings to be knocked down by planes and nobody said it's, anything the gist, on the, the gist on the dress thing it's like it's Hi, just get a fucking intern get Lewinsky to take her to the goddamn dry cleaner <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean it's like you know just yeah. like just they can't they can't do anything they can't hide anything they it can't. always comes up yeah well I mean like quite yeah. that brings me on to the, the next point as well because one of the reasons they wanted her out of the picture wasn't just because she was going to mm. go public with her affair with Bobby Kennedy, but apparently while she was having her affair with Bobby Kennedy, she overheard things or was uh, involved in conversations um, uh, that had confidential government information in them. And apparently she would keep records of them in a little red book. Right. Ah. So, and I'm not saying she didn't do that because that's a great way uh, of having leverage and keeping herself alive, I mm. suppose. But, yeah. but it's I still don't buy the fact that she would be that dumb and be like let people yeah. know that she's got it or whatever so this yeah. this uh, the yeah. existence of the little red book is nebulous i don't really know whether to believe Cause, that because that, that implies like you know you know they have like a serious meeting in the oval office you've got all the fucking chief of staff you've got all the army uh the, the chiefs the generals and stuff like that there and she's just sat on the back like leaning against one of the fucking things just with a little red book open just like take it like, who the fuck is that oh that's just my girlfriend don't worry about it she's, just, <laughs> she's doing some drawings she's doing some drawing classes she's like yeah that's what you think you fucking morons she's <laughs> your, your girlfriend looks an awful lot like marilyn monroe yeah I, you know i never really noticed but uh yeah don't worry about it she's all right she's all, aren't you honey aren't you yeah, yeah i'm just doing some drawings honey <laughs> yeah that's my uh that's my girlfriend over there she's uh just um Listen, don't worry about her. Let's talk more about Cuba. Yeah, they're like, it's, they're, I swear that's Marilyn Monroe. No, ignore it. No, ignore don't just ignore lady. the lady in the in the in the white dress over there. She's just uh, <laughs> yeah, she's just always in the birthday. And she's, she's always stood on a vent as well that's blowing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I've seen her somewhere before. I can't put my I finger on it. <laughs> oh no! So yeah, that's uh, that. Th- that's the theory that the Kennedys did her in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's the most prevalent one, isn't it? Because mm. I think when you think about Marilyn yeah. Monroe, like, it's not long before you also start thinking about Kennedy, because yeah, mm. they were so like. I mean, obviously that birthday performance is very famous, but this idea that they had an affair is—it's been heavily rumored so often that it's kind of yes. passed into like folklore. Yeah, like it's fact. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know what? Yeah, Here's exactly. the other thing: maybe they didn't have this affair. <laughs> But no. Yeah, maybe she was just like, oh, I'm being sexy on stage. Yeah. yeah. 
They're, it was probably they were probably like right. So I'll, like imagine them like doing the rehearsal. Like so, I'll come out of the cake and do the thing, or I'll I'll come out on the stage and do that. And he's like, yeah, sure, whatever, man. Just fucking look. It's my, I don't do you care. remember when? Do you remember when Jerry Halliwell recreated it for Prince Charles, and it was like, Ugh. oh, was it? Oh, I never saw that. I don't think I was she in the goes, country when that happened. She she comes out in a similar dress, and she goes, "This is Jerry Halliwell. She's not very good." She's like, "Happy birthday <laughs> to you," and then she goes, "Happy birthday," and then sort of goes, "Your Royal Highness." And everyone went, and, and it's like, oh, I can't believe she said that. It's like, well, it's Prince Charles. Yeah, yeah your Royal Highness. Yeah, he, yeah. The fuck is this? Yeah, what? Is it Jerry Halliwell? Is she a real Marilyn Monroe? It's, it's the equivalent of the give it me. Like, it's supposed yeah. to be that kind of like, oh, yeah, it's really hot. And it's like, nah, you guys. Are... I thought you were about to say it's the difference between American porn and British porn. <laughs> yeah, it's American yeah. porn, because they go, give it me. <laughs> Daddy. Give it me. Guys, Jerry Halliwell and Prince Charles are not having an affair. Yeah. Oh, God. What if? Oh. Also, they if performed they, for Nelson Mandela. I don't think that... Um... Nelson Mandela had sex with all of the... Sp- oh. <laughs> At once. <laughs> right, okay. So before we finish the Marilyn Monroe episode, the first conspiracy theory was that she was still alive. Second one was the Mafia. Third one was the Kennedys. Do you want mm. to know what the, the fourth one? Yes. Sure, I do. Okay, so it is Aliens. Yeah, she gets abducted, or she was an alien. Uh, oh no! Or so um, she wasn't. She wasn't an alien, <laughs> okay. uh, and it wasn't even the aliens abducted her. No, this is this is a conspiracy theorist by the name of Stephen Greer. He reckons mm. that she was murdered by the CIA because she knew the truth about Roswell and, in true Marilyn Monroe fashion, planned to reveal it all. Yeah, she does seem to do this a lot, doesn't she? She's like, I'll tell everybody. Yeah. It's, 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 this, see, this is very much a, I think this is more like a really weird sexist thing that men are like, they're just going to tell all my fucking secrets. They're just afraid that, like, yeah. she's going to yeah. say, it's like, she's not afraid that they're going to say, like, she had an affair. It's going to be afraid that they're going to say, their dicks are really tiny. <laughs> and that's what she's afraid <laughs> of. You know, uh, that's and that's that's what the little red book was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's with, sake! Just, with, with measurements next to the yeah, name. that's it. Yeah, JFK yeah, sure. three point five. <laughs> <laughs> it's she's like it's like my little thumb. I am a grower, not a shower. That's how it is. <laughs> ich bin eine grower. <laughs> Greer apparently uh, is in possession of a, uh, a, a CIA memo, a classified CIA memo, that was written just two days before her death. Right. And it, this alleged memo is apparently, it referred to the Roswell crash in New Mexico in 1947, because JFK is apparently said to have told Monroe that he witnessed evidence of things from outer space at a secret airbase. Uh, so he apparently what? told her that Green and she was going to go yeah. public with the fact that aliens existed. Now, if Marilyn Monroe went public with the fact that aliens existed, are then people going to take her word for it? Why are they so like worried about this? If that was true, which it isn't. It's, yeah, because it's still... Because, again, if we're going by what the public opinion of her is, that she's that they're under the impression that mm. she's a ditzy blonde, why would her say... Why would they... It sucks that they wouldn't take her word for it. Because that's the public image of her. So it seems strange that they'd be like, oh no, they're going to listen to her when yeah. she says that. What? It makes no mm. sense. It makes no sense. 
there, yeah, there is that one. She was threatening to hold a press conference to tell the world what JFK had told her during Pillow Talk. <laughs> uh, so that was. Hey, baby, you know, there's a little. I saw a little green man. He came out of a spaceship. <laughs> Maybe she just said, oh, oh, Jackie, that was out of this world. And then he was like, she knows. She knows. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God, she knows. Quickly, uh, we gotta so kill her. So that's the final conspiracy theory about Marilyn Monroe. I don't believe sure. any of them. No, unless unless it unless all of them are true, unless she saw aliens and they mm. and they all met, they all met in the room to bump her off, and that's why there was five of yeah. them. They were like, "What are that's you doing there. here?" <laughs> and J- it's like JFK, JFK was there, Bobby, Marcy was there, Hitman was there, Jerry Halliwell, Bobby was there, there. <laughs> Jay Halliwell, and an, and an, an alien, alien was, was like, there. "What?" <laughs> to go back to what Sue said about it being an accidental overdose, they they yeah. ruled that out. Oh. Because uh, of just how big the dose was, like she would have okay. known it would have killed her. Okay. Oh, because it was huge, huge amounts. Oh, in my head, she was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. fuck this!" Took a load of pills, nah. not expecting to. The die. huge. It was like it was like an enormous. Yeah, amount. So she wanted to go. Right. Yeah. It was ruled a probable suicide. That was in the early sixties, obviously, and there was no evidence of foul play, and obviously no. the accidental overdose was ruled out. Um, and despite all of this, conspiracy theories abounded and they gained so much traction that in 1982, the district attorney in Los Angeles reviewed the case. And in that Whoa. 1982 review, so 20 years later, found no evidence to support any of the conspiracy theories and could not disagree with the findings of the original investigation. <sighs> so right. I don't think there's a mystery yeah. in Marilyn Monroe's death, but no. I feel like it would have been a gaping yeah. hole in the Hollywood series if we'd have glossed over it. Absolutely. Uh, my rule of thumb is like if there's more than maybe ten books on it, um, <laughs> then I probably it's probably Chris not all uh, two hundred books. All two hundred books just for this podcast. He skimmed through. <laughs> well, they're probably about they're probably about a fucking page, <laughs> page of new info. <laughs> so, uh, did you find anything in the archives, Suze? Yes, I did. So, Marilyn was a huge fan of a singing duo who were around at this time. Salt and Pepper. <laughs> yeah. They predate Salt oh. and Pepper, actually. Marilyn, like, she used to love going to see live music. We all know, obviously, the incredible story of how she campaigned for Ella Fitzgerald to be allowed to play at this uh, Vegas casino. Uh, and they would only let her through the back entrance of the casino. So Marilyn said, if you let her through the front entrance and let her sing every night... I will be here. Uh, so, you know, she used her privilege for good. She also mm-hmm. used her privilege for bad. And she is solely responsible for a dreadful pair of women um, <laughs> maintaining their careers to this very day. It's almonds and champagne. Oh, almonds and champagne. Ah, I had Millie Vanilli on my ah, uh, no, she Marilyn didn't like them. Say. No, um, <laughs> Marilyn <laughs> no used did. to get off her head on barbiturates. <laughs> And play Arms of Champagne vinyls. And they, in her honour, wrote a song called Did Marilyn Die? (laughs) And here it is. Is she dead? Yes, she is. Is she dead? Yes, she is. But are you sure? Yes, I am. But how can you be sure? Just know that what if it was stage? It wasn't stage. So her life could be saved. But it wasn't saved. Is Marilyn alive? For the last time. 
it wasn't her is Marilyn alone. No, did Marilyn die? Yes, I guess we'll never truly know. Yes, we. Okay, let's go. The meat is running. That was Did Marilyn Die by Almonds and Champagne. Uh, Awful. I heard that was playing, the record was actually spinning in her room. And it was like, you know, the last part, like, boo doo doo boo doo Yeah, it was chilling. It's really chilling. But that was actually the drum beat. Yeah, no, they're awful, awful arms of champagne. Um, I'd love, I'd love to say this is the last we're going to hear from them, but oh god, they endure. Oh dear. I love that Susie's created a monster. You like Conan Doyle or Ian Fleming, where you're tired of your creation. (laughs) Yeah, you're just like, oh no. And it's it's definitely gone. Like you know, it's been taken on, and the public have. uh, Yeah, uh, uh, they're like, we just want to hear more from arms. Like no one wants to hear more from arms and champagne. That's how it does. So yeah, that was that was Munro. That was Monroe. That was great. Thanks, Thanks. Chris. Um, You can find us all on all the social medias. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at mysteryontherock, spelled R-O-X. You can also email us, uh, mysteryontherocks at gmail.com, rock spelled R-O-C-K-S. If you want to send us a little email and be like, hey, guys. And do, do send us an email. Do send us an email, absolutely. We love reading them. Um, And we're also all on Twitch. You can find the show, twitch.tv slash mysteryontherocks. Chris as well is also on there, twitch.tv slash Chris underscore Stokes. Suze, twitch.tv slash Suze Kemper. And I'm twitch.tv slash Masood Miles. Thanks so much for listening. Get on Apple and be like, yo, this is the best podcast ever. Thanks. Bye. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.